You are listening to Pigs in a Podcast, the official K-Pig podcast, featuring interviews with your favorite new and not-so-new pig artists. Here's Jamie Coffis with a recent interview from our Neighborhood Night Wednesday Night series. You got it on K-Pig Radio, that's KPIG 107.5 Freedom, KPYG 94.9 Cayuca San Luis Obispo, and KPig.com, streaming commercial-free. It is Wednesday night, and that means it's Neighborhood Night, and that is brought to you by New Leaf Community Markets, rooted in the greater good since 1985, and Sylvan Music at the corner of Mission and Bay for everything musical with friendly prices for every level of player, and don't forget about their repair department that's second to none. Uh, tonight, I'm very happy to welcome onto the program Mama Cole. Mama, what's up? Hey, 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 thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for making the time for us. Um, uh, you're out in uh, the Arizona, out in the, the desert, right? Yeah, Tucson, Arizona. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. we, the, the record is Dance Hall Crush, and uh, we've really been uh, digging it over here. Um, it's, it's right up our alley, like I was telling you kind of before we went on, on the air. Um, I wanted to ask you about it. It's self-produced. Uh, you got a mm-hmm. great-sounding band on it. Um, it's it's one of those things that like maybe at first glance you kind of uh, have an idea of what the aesthetic might be, but you're kind of right away. You're I was kind of uh, taken aback. The, the opening track is really really a great one, and I, I feel like it's it's kind of, it's it's carrying this album really like it's got it's kind of it's doing cool. something right. It's doing yeah, something. Yeah, Arizona think, right? sunset skies. Yeah. That uh, that song. Yeah. Um, the electric guitar on that is one of my favorite tones on the album. And um, it's, uh, I guess, I, it's more of a rock ballad almost mm-hmm. than uh, really, a, it's definitely not a straight-ahead country tune. You know, I just love so many different sounds. And when I was developing the album and picking the songs and writing songs, I was writing also for, like, a live show. I was like, what do I want to get up and, like, present to an audience and I want to, I want to place, I want to be able to play these songs a lot live, and um, and really enjoy that part of it, and be able to show off these different styles. So yeah, um, that's great to hear. Yeah, it, it, it's it's got a, it, it takes you somewhere right away. And I was thinking while I was listening to it a few times, this might be my songwriter brain getting in the way, but Arizona, mm-hmm. you know, you've heard it in a few different songs, and I started thinking, you know, California. And then I started mm-hmm. to make maybe realize uh, it's it's the four syllable states that are are so appealing Colorado Carolina, but then yeah. but then I remembered Connecticut and uh, Massachusetts and that kind of broke the rule. But you know, <laughs> but something about Arizona just it just rolls off your tongue real nice and it's it's been famously used a bunch of times and and this one I think you really paint a nice picture of uh, I'll play the I'll play the song after the interview but. Um, Cool. We've, been, we've been spinning yeah. it here. It's a good one. That was co-written with a guy named J.D. Graham. Um, he and I were playing a festival, and I had been working on that song for a while. And I said, you know, I just wanted to get some feedback and see if he would want to help me. And he helped me with uh, the second verse there when I was just kind of unsure and mm-hmm. stuck. And um, he's a wonderful songwriter. We worked on that before, you know, after... I think right before he was going to go on, I was like, really? You're, he just, he's always ready to go, ready mm. to be creative. And uh, he's, 
you know, he's about to go on stage. Like, let's just hang out in this trailer and write some music. Nice. Um, it was it was a cool experience. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you also, uh, kind of uh, along those lines. I I was wondering if uh, so the the idea for uh, walking after midnight, kind of your own little rendition of that. Um, that almost oh, yeah. feels like a little bit of a green room kind of idea too. Or that was a, that that has an interesting story. I've actually yeah. had that song, uh, that arrangement in the minor key for years and years. Mm-hmm. And I was um, when I was first getting into country music, I had just fallen in love with country music and had a crush on the front man of the local rockabilly band. And mm. I was like, I want to sing in the in a country band. And you know, he's like, you just need to learn a Patsy Cline tune. Mm. So I went to the library to get the CD, <laughs> and uh, and the power went out. And this was in Michigan. Uh, we had like a thunder, a heat storm or something, put the power out. So I couldn't play it. So I got in my car and I started driving around town, listening to Walking After Midnight over and over in this dark, pitch black, you know, urban environment. I'm like, this is a scary song. What is she doing out here? <laughs> yeah. Like, she's not supposed to be out there. That's, like, really late, especially that time, you know, that time, that era yeah. in the 60s for a girl to be out there. So I started thinking, we should just make it spooky and uh, threw it in a minor key. And my pedal steel player went on the steel guitar forum and asked the guys on there, like, what do you think about this? They're like, blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. But yeah, I like the way it turned out. Ah, that's yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't buy that. They're either. just joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it, it's it's neat. I feel like this this scene, the, just in general. I mean, I'll have to ask you about what's going on in Arizona, but um, mm-hmm. the, the it's you know, there's it's not not that country western music has ever like gone away or anything, but it's 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 uh, having a moment. You know, it's gaining some popularity oh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah oh yeah and uh we got a yeah. little, we got something of a burgeoning scene out here in Santa Cruz a, a little bit but uh mm-hmm. i mean it's it's very noticeable and and it's cool to see people kind of i mean that's i think a good example of you know taking something that's been around forever that we all love and we you know it's just a part of all of our lives whether or not you're a big country person or not that you know that, that there's there's a bunch of music right. there that everyone is just familiar with um, and to yeah. kind of just put your own little twist on it, I think it, we're, we're getting to this point in time where it's a little bit more accepted to do that instead of, you know, because th- there's this idea that exactly. country western is old music, but it, which it is, but it's um, it's kind of cool to see a younger generation um, get to enjoy it and, and, and hear a little twist yeah. on it like that. Yeah. yeah, it belongs to everybody. And uh, I really feel like country music is just working people's music. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, definitely the whole outdoors and the, the uh, you know, out the country landscape and stuff plays into it. But it's working people's music and um, they they have the right to make it work for them, I yeah. guess, you know. Yeah. So for me, that was about I was I had moved down from Oregon to Arizona for my husband's work and I discovered that people here love country music even more and they have a large um just a stronger culture around it with like the dancing there's a lot of um two-stepping and um then we have you know we have the rodeo and we have i actually get to play the uh la fiesta de los vaqueros 
the first time this nice. year, uh, this weekend coming up, where we will be opening the rodeo barn dance the first two nights, and it's just really cool to be a part of it. And I wanted to write songs that showed that, you know, and would uh, get people on the dance floor. And uh, that was kind of the impetus of that right album. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That I mean. You, you kind of, uh, I was interested to hear you kind of uh, agree so whole, wholeheartedly with me there about the this this little comeback we're seeing in country. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's neat. Um, I yeah, t- t- <laughs> I was just listening to Beyonce's Texas Hold'em. <laughs> yeah, and I'm probably going to cover that song now that I'm listening to. I'm like, wait, we should do that with the band just to embrace it, you know? And I I take uh, pride in covering women artists. Mm. Especially since they're, you know, there's not a lot of female fronted country bands around this area. So I'm kind of holding the torch for all the ladies. And we play covers, we play the originals. When we play like a three hour show, you know, we mix it all up. Nice. So, so yeah, me, it's yeah, really it's cool. Just, that is cool. I mean, it's it's great that it's, it's you know, it's such a popular thing. Um, does, mm-hmm. does that at all, on the other side of that, does it, is there any concern? Is there any thought of yours that like, oh, there's a lot of people doing this, um, but and yet you still made this record that w- was able to kind of stand out? Uh, how do you how do you kind of manage that? And how do you is that something that factors into your decision making, or do you just not care? Do you think kind of? I, I don't think I could care about that at that like at that with that album. It was just about I wanted to create the thing that was in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that people will find the music that's right for them, you know. Um, the commercialization of things is definitely a, a thing, but people always, the listeners always know, you know, what's real and what speaks to them and uh, what's a gimmick, and they just can tell. And uh, so that'll just get worked out on its own. I don't really, you know, I don't feel like I have enough um, I don't know, knowledge, like like godly knowledge to know what's <laughs> what's going to hit. I just got to do what yeah. hits for me. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So like, yeah. yeah, that's all you can do, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a very good philosophy for sure. Um, I mean, it's it's going to, you know, the, with all this, you know, that's happening, it's it's the things that are, that are going to cut through. I totally agree with you are the things that are authentic, the things that people and and like you said, People definitely know when it is and when it isn't. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if it, it might not seem authentic to one person, but it just makes that other person's day or Very true. whatever yep. it does, yep. you know. It's all subjective, it's indeed. Um, so yeah. this this is number two for you, and it's self-produced. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't check. I didn't see if the first one was produced by you, but what was that? What was that process like? Getting to uh, kind of, you know, what what. Uh, what gave you the gumption to kind of just go for it like that? Well, honestly, uh, money. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just didn't sure. have a budget. I have two kids now, and I'm going, well, I know what I want done here. Yeah. So I need to be the one that makes it happen. And, you know, it, I feel like in any project, you're going to have input from lots of different sources, but there's one person, you know, in terms of being a producer on this, I was the one with the vision of how I wanted the song to go, I was, you know, suggesting instrumentation and 
making a final cut on call on like, you know, how it all sounds. Um, and then, but my band definitely has a vast, you know, and wonderful knowledge. So a lot of times I could just go, what are you guys feeling here? And just usually it would be just right. Um, very blessed with those guys, um, that worked with me on that. But yeah, um, it was, it's a lot of responsibility and, um, yeah, so that's just what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, well, cool. The, the time before, you know, I kind of, it was a co-production thing. And um, the time before that, I had worked with my Van Copper and Cole. We we brought in Caleb Clauder to produce because uh, we just respect, we needed somebody that all the musicians respected and would follow their lead. Um, that's also a really important thing the producer does. And luckily my musicians would do that for me, even though I can't play their instruments, you know, um, I could say like, okay, let's do this differently. And we could hash it out. But eventually if I felt strongly enough about it, they'd be like, okay, we'll do it that way. Nice. So did you say yeah. Caleb, uh, Clotter? Caleb Clotter. Yeah. For I, I, band. I, know, I know Caleb. Yeah. He's bit. wonderful. Yeah. I met him yeah he nice. produced. Copper and Coal record, and uh, we worked, when I lived up in Portland, gotcha. we uh, collaborated on some things, shows and stuff. Sweet. Cool. Uh, Dance Hall Crush. I'm talking to Mama Cole. Uh, the record is Dance Hall Crush, and uh, we're, uh, what, I, what I'm thinking is, so Moe's Alley out here in Santa Cruz, they do a Western Wednesday, and mm -hmm. it's our take on the, the Dance Hall thing, and uh, I think it's, uh, we got to get you out to that. I think it's, cool. it's decided. Yeah, I'll put it down. Put it down on the list. Yeah, it's the thing, and uh, people come out, and they, they get all dressed up, and it's uh, they're two-stepping around, and it's it's a real proper scene. Like, I haven't really seen for any kind of music, really, around here. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Yeah, even if... They got a wood dance floor? Uh, close enough, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, so we'll, yeah. we'll get you out here, but, uh, yeah, we were kind of discussing... What uh? What kind of you you mentioned some West Coast plans perhaps maybe coming up later this year? Yeah, I would love to get up to uh, Oregon again. I haven't been up there since we moved, and um, California. You know, that's I lived in San Diego and toured up the coast earlier in my career, and uh, just have wonderful memories of that. And I did spend some time in Santa Cruz, and yeah, so it would be really cool to get back there. I need to work on that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, well, because yeah. I'm a one woman show over here. Yeah, so. well, that's that's fine. It. That's fine. No problem. It, it's it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, we get it. Um, but I'll tell you what, yeah, we got we've you. been enjoying the record, and uh, if you ever want to come by, uh, and we'll do this in person next time if you'd like, and we'd we'd be happy to um, to to meet you in person, like I said, and, and uh, anytime you're coming through, let us know, and because we're digging this oh, record, no. and, and send us you. another one too. All right, I will. Cool. Uh, Mama Cole, uh, the record is Dance Hall Crush, and I've got uh, Arizona Sunset Skies queued up here. Uh, Mama, thanks so much for taking the time to Thank talk you. to us. We enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. As always, thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast, and remember you'll find the latest episodes posted weekly at kpig.com. You can also subscribe to the series for free in iTunes, and the latest episodes will be downloaded to your computer automatically. Thanks again, piggies.